0: welcome everyone to another jets episode of the Knicks, jets etc podcast alex we are mid free agency and the jets are who we thought they were joe douglas i mean honestly he's that frugal guy that you had mentioned and uh today we're going to get into it we're going to talk about the jets approach and the additional moves they made including keeling cole wide receiver sheldon rankins on the D tackle lamarcus joiner and defensive back tevin coleman running back we got a lot we got a lot of things to discuss and as always man we can't get away from it we're gonna do the qb talk we're gonna talk about darnold the update on darnold watson and the wilson's man uh zach wilson and russell so we'll get into all that and what's for et today
1: what's going on john welcome for another episode bro we're back at it um for today for etcetera, we're going to talk about just general nfl news but we're gonna harp in on our crosstown foes the new york giants because they got a big signing in kenny galladay so we have to discuss you know kenny galladay was like my guy who i really wanted but giants decided to overpay giants decided to pay so what we're we're gonna talk about it man we're gonna talk
0: about it (laughs) they made a couple good signings man a couple good signings yeah we'll get into all that all right pricey let's go What's up, everyone, and welcome back for another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And as always, I'm joined by my main man, Alex, who's ready to give you guys all the smoke on Darnold. What's up, Alex?
1: What's good? What's good? I'm about to talk to myself. What's good, John? (laughs) It's that type of day. It's a long day, bro. It's been a long. It was a long day in the office, but we're here. We're here to talk about Jets. I'm excited to talk about Jets. You know, a lot of stuff is happening. We got JD who's just maneuvering the waters, keeping it, keeping the calm. But once again, keeping, we got we, we got calm J-
0: after that Knicks after that that last Knicks podcast. We got we got we got we got the the Zen calm, Alex here on the Jets with the with Joe Douglas leading the way, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's calm. You know, <laughs> just it took a nice it, it took a nice ass beating against uh, the Washington Wizards and seeing some good maneuvers by the new york jets to get to keep me to keep me level-headed man to keep me level-headed to look forward to the nfl season you know we got it's still free agency but we got the draft we got the draft coming up so i'm just i love football too man basketball is probably like my number one but i do love football just after playing like playing it and just following it for so long so i'm ready to get into this conversation man i'm just ready to talk about jets how you doing
0: today though I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh I share my sentiments with you. Last week was a rough one. Um, between uh, getting my second dose, feeling those effects, driving to Philly, watching the loss, and then the uh, honestly, all three losses to the Knicks were tough. We had the first day of free agency, which was tough for everyone for the Jets. We lost Thune, um, and then we had it's just been an avalanche since. But the waters have come, in, The Knicks are back, and the Jets have really, really. Really showed, like, they showed us their hand. We, we should not be surprised about Jets moves going forward. From the beginning, they have, they are who we thought they were. Joe Douglas is being that frugal guy that you've been talking about with their previous additions. They just, they're just adding the best talent for valuable prices all over the board. And it's not the fun signings like we all want and he's never going to set the market like we said a thousand times last episode but I'm excited to get into it man and let's 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 be let's be frank about it we got a defensive coach and we're going to get defensive guys and we got another defensive guy we got Sheldon Rankins and the Jets are cleaning up just like we expect the Knicks to be cleaning up right they have all the money nobody else has any money especially the saints they're letting all their guys go and we're here to clean it all up baby so we got justin hardy their number one special teams guy now we got sheldon rankins for the defensive tackle huge nose tackle for two years up to 17 million dollars i apologize because we don't have the guaranteed numbers yet so it's not really 17 million so we're not really sure what that number is but he had he's had around the 74 pff grade since 2017 which ranks 36. Not bad. He, he does have an Achilles, uh, injury in between there. So I guess that's the big, uh, negative on him. And we added Vinnie Curry Alex. We added another pass rusher. He was ninth in pass rush productivity last season, which is a pretty nice stat, but he is a liability on the run defense. Uh, but that makes our defensive line Carlos and Quinn Williams, Sheldon Rankins, John Franklin Myers, fully fought a Kelsey, Huff. Phillips, Zuniga, Shepherd, Ooh. and now Vinny Curry, man. Jeez. Tell me, talk to me, like, Alex.
1: My me. goodness gracious, no one is. The run will not exist. I don't know who who's going to run on us, but no one's running on us. I can tell you that right now. This this defensive line is stout, stout. I don't on paper. Pressure. I know pressure. I, it's
0: just pressure. All I see is pressure.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I know, like in past, like we would oh. I, I Jets fans were all so used to this. We'd see it on paper, like all these big signings, and they're like, "On paper, we always win." But then when we actually see the product, it, it usually doesn't come to fruition. This is—I feel like this is different, man. I just feel like this is different, you know. Joe Douglas is trying to—he's trying, as I like you said in the beginning, he's being frugal, right? He's trying to get value where value can can be placed, and he's adding it on the front, right? And we—the the front was. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay last season. It wasn't the, it wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't the worst either. Now it's just gone on another level where it's just going to be insane. And I think this is a time where we look at the paper and can actually say, all right, I'm pretty confident that this is going to turn out well. One, because of the head coach that we have, who just riles up defenses. Look, the 49ers were trash Uh, last season. They were like a middling team and their defense was still really good. I still expect that same product to come to the New York Jets because of Salah. So this D line, I expect it to produce and to even have everyone that you just listed out. Right? It is. I'm just excited, man. I, no one's going to run on us. We're going to get. We're going to get to the quarterback. We're going to do a lot of things, and it's now just shoring up the linebackers and shoring up the defensive backs. But D line, I don't think we have anything to worry about. I, you know, I'm expecting not. I, I expect us to be in like top ten. Uh, of like run defense i don't expect anyone to run on us honestly and especially with the schedule we should have this season after being one of the worst teams it should be an easier schedule right for this upcoming season um yeah we're playing what we're playing the afc west and who do we got the nfc i I i think it's the nfc is it the nfc south I think it is the NFC. I think it is. I think it is. a Yes, it is the South because we got Tom Brady the season uh, coming back. So we got the NFC South. Yes, the so AFC I need to West. be at
0: that game. I need to be at Jets Tampa at my life. I must be at that game.
1: So I, I'm I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. And I don't care where you're. I don't care where you're, t- you're telling me that no one's going to be running on this team. You know, even when the bucks come up here, I'm expecting Leonard Fournette not to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> how are you? How are you feeling about it, though?
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I'm more excited about the 4-3 pass rush. The fact, you know, and, 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 and the run just as well. I think the run is going to be more on the linebackers. But, yeah, man, nobody's going to run on us. And I just kind of want to put it in perspective, right? So I mentioned it. Sheldon Rankins were kind of um, at the Saints garage sale because they need to get under the cap and we have money. So we picked him up there. Same as Hardy, the special teams. And we have Vinny Curry, who signed on a one-year $1.3 million deal your deal who uh, was Joe Douglas connection from the Eagles. And lastly was Carl Lawson who signed here from his words because of Salah and the attitude. And we were able to get that three year, $30 million guaranteed. So like all these deals have a connection. All these deals are valuable and they all fall under, you know, the Salah or the Joe Douglas tree or philosophy so all great moves from my perspective
1: absolutely and i just want to clarify it's uh it wasn't it's not the afc west it's the afc south because we got the titans the uh jags the uh the colts and then we got the Jags, colts titans and, and texans so i don't expect any of those teams to run up against us like with with anyone back. Maybe Derrick Henry will have a uh, maybe have like an okay game.
0: I'm but, more scared of the Colts. I'm more scared of the Colts than anyone. They're my they're my dark horse in the AFC this year so. Yeah, I, they're I'm scared of them. So I don't I don't, yeah. don't want to get into that.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't want I, I mean, I'm not too worried I, like running wise I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like overall winning, but just running wise on us. I I'm not concerned. I think Derrick Henry is probably going to be the only one that we'd have to focus on. Uh but Everything that you said, man. I, I oh, think the deal. Put to is, is put fine. some,
0: put some respect on Jonathan Taylor's name, but and Marlon Mack signed back with the Colts too. Uh, but yeah, that, I agree with you. But uh, we, the, if, if, we, split, good, if we split, dude, the fact that we have to see Trevor Lawrence now that you bring it up, that that makes me unhappy. But yeah, should be fun.
1: Yeah, I I, I respect the I, I respect the Colts running backs. I don't want to say that I don't, but I, they're nothing like Derrick Henry, who's just like a, a Mack truck. We've seen this dude go 200 yards uh, too many times. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm saying.
0: That sounds good. That sounds good. And moving on to the defensive backs, we signed LaMarcus Joyner to a one-year $3 million deal who is a typical safety. He was moved to a nickel the last couple years. Didn't work out. So he's here to be a safety again. We also have May who is on the franchise tag, and he's looking to get something locked up by July 15th as a safety. And then there's Ashton Davis, right? We do know that May did play a lot in the slot this year. We do know that Joyner at least knows how to play in the slot. Maybe he didn't do the greatest, but he was stuck in the slot. He wasn't wasn't maneuvering around. Um, And then we have Ashton Davis, who we know could also play all over the field. I'm actually weirdly excited about this tandem we got, even though... So Kay Williams, the guy we all, the guy that I've been, you know, clamoring for, the nickel, he stayed in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Um, we do have Javelin Goodry, who is just a nickel and he had the second fastest 40, uh, behind Henry Ruggs. Nice little fun fact there. He, 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 he has, he has a lot to learn. I wonder, what do you think about this? What do you think about the, the safety tandems? including the nickel and do you think we're going to be adding pulio or do you think we're kind of we're kind of going to be here and they are going to be doing this like kind of ring around the rosy where you don't know who's going to be playing what on any in any given play right if you have Joiner May and Davis on the field and they're all just running around crazy like maybe that's Salah's plan I don't know like tell me what you think
1: I think with Davis I don't know if you I know like I know he's got speed I don't know if he's big enough to be in the nickel because like I feel like when you're playing in the nickel, you want your nickel to have that versatility to be able to do some blitzes. Like he's fast, but I think if you're gonna get like a running back matched up on him or anyone else, this is in college where everyone's just kind of like within the same like weight class. Running backs are a lot are a lot bigger in the NFL and Wyman are a lot faster too. So I don't know if you want him. Maybe he's probably going to be a predominantly like a free safety, strong safety mix, go back and forth between there. But if anything's going to be in the nickel, I think Marcus May cuz Marcus May has shown that he is he's versatile, he's a utility man, right? We've seen that he can play in the nickel. We've seen he can get up close to the line. We see that he can manage in the backfield as a free safety. I think he's going to be all over the place and I think Joiner is the other person who's going to be on and off with him to give him some kind of break just so that you you can use May in any position to where you can use that way. You can just use May in any position for the defense, you know, for best protection. Right. Especially in pass coverage. Like if May is pro, like, I think, I don't know, up to you, maybe who do you think is better between Joiner and May? I'll probably give it the edge over May just because I seen it. Nah. You think Jordan uh, is better?
0: I, I, no, no. I got May. I got May better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So, uh,
0: I, yeah for sure. Like it that's gonna be the starter, man. But the fact that they're so versatile, I just feel like if I'm Salah, especially if I'm like I get to be the head coach for the first time and I get to do my own quirky, weird things, to have three say, to have three players who could just alternate on a whim, like you could literally set them up on the same time, and if one could run to the same, you know to the right spot, he could like play the actual position. You'll confuse the heck out of out of quarterbacks. I I, I think that that's a something. At least he's gonna take a look at going into you know training camp and whatnot. I mean, Ashton Davis hasn't had a full season yet. You know, Marcus May isn't signed yet. Marcus Joyner's on a one-year, three million-dollar deal. I don't think they're married to this idea, but I do think he, I do think it's intriguing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what I was getting to is that you know, if you do have Joiner, May, and Davis on the field, all I'm saying is that. You know, if you're if you're gonna go into whether it's zone or if you're gonna go man or if you're gonna have a safety deep safety deep all the way back if you're going single high coverage, you know maybe you want May back there out of all the people that you know who's better in pass protection than or pass coverage I should say, and then put Joiner on the line closer to the line or have him like closer to like an easier like a, a slot like to cover the 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 closest zone right to cover like those uh, slant routes to cover the drags those type of things as such. That's all I wanted to get to. So I think I think it's good. I think as you pointed out, it's going to be clever for Solajes to utilize all these people just to kind of keep everyone guessing what 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 can happen. That's the whole point of like the defense, right? Is that you wanna throw off the quarterback so that way they're kind of guessing and second guessing themselves at where everyone's going to be.
0: Yeah. Uh the the only thing the only qualm I have with what you were saying is I think that May is actually better in the slot also than Joiner but also I think that gap is bigger like I think I'd rather have May in the slot rather than you know the difference at free safety for May and Joiner like I think Joiner in the free safety is just way more comfortable and and I, I, maybe Joiner is going to unlock after finally you know whatever just didn't work out you know, with the Rams and, it, you know, yeah. maybe he's finally going to unlock. And that might be like one of our biggest low-key steals, man. Nobody cares that we signed Joyner, but it could be a huge, huge steal for us. But uh, let, 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 let me just like move out a little bit to the, to the outside corners because we have Hall and bless Austin, but we're going to get to Dory Jackson going to the Giants. He's off. Mm-hmm. Stephen Nelson from the the Steelers, he's available, but I I don't know how much we're going to pay him. Sherman's still out there, Malcolm Butler's still there, but I don't know, man. Looks like looks like the rookie looks like a rookie's coming in. But what do you th- what do you think about the defensive backs? That's my opinion.
1: I still think Sherman's going to come. I still have that faith. I'm not, you know, it's starting to like wean a little bit because it's getting a little further into free agency and we're getting closer to the draft. But I think we're still going to bring someone in to. Play corner. I don't. I don't see how you're going to allow, like, I like to really have like such a young core playing unless like they're really about to show out. I think you need some sort of like safety net just in case. And even if it was uh, Sherman, right? I think Sherman would be okay not. I don't know. Actually, now that I think about, it, I don't know if he'd be okay not playing as as many steps if the sa- if the rookie. Well, not they're not rookies, but if, like your second year guys are starting to. Like if Bryce Hall is starting to come out, right, or or, or if Arthur Mallette is starting to like, um, Mallette. no, not, I mean, yeah,
0: out not, of here, not, bro. Yeah, not, not Malette. Uh,
1: not 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 Uh, <laughs> God, it's a long day, John. It's bless. a long day. You talking about bless? Yeah, bless, bless Austin. Yeah. yeah, um, bless. Sorry, yeah, bless Austin. Bryce Hall. I think you're gonna uh,
0: you need a veteran. I agree. Yeah, you
1: need a veteran. I, I don't like maybe veteran and a rookie. Veteran and a rookie. Well, they're not rookies now. They're gonna be second years, right? Both of them.
0: No, no, no. I'm saying draft like I'm saying Ed Sherman and draft a rookie. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think you got. You definitely have to draft and probably go later
0: in the in the rounds. Probably like around
1: three or four. You go for a cornerback, please not in the first round. We've. I've seen enough defense. We need. We need. Okay. We need. We need like O line. We need to work around that area. Maybe a wide receiver in the first round, but. Okay. Actually, no, why we need why we even need a wide receiver. Why am I even saying that? We got we Dude, got Corey Davis, like, <laughs> we got Denton. Let's,
0: let's, let's jump into it. And, and we yeah. just thought we just we just signed Keelan Cole. So we just signed Keelan Cole to a one year five and a half million dollar deal. Pretty nice. He's also a kick returner. And another wide receiver. So like you said, man, go into it. We got Corey Davis, Mims, Crowder, Berrios agent smiths and jeff and vincent we got josh doxson coming back we got lawrence cager out here i love lawrence Cager. i don't give a damn what anybody says he is an absolute beast and i'm excited to see him on the field we're not we're not we're not we're not getting anyone but we're gonna cut some of these guys i don't think we're adding anymore you know what i mean
1: yeah i don't if i had to guess i think josh doxson is gone honestly i think he's gone um the Smith, the Smith, Agent Smiths are are here to stay. It, it seems like Lawrence Cager. I think there's still intrigue. I think he's still around. Obviously, when you go your way up between Barrios, Crowder, Mims, Corey Davis, um, I don't know. I don't know where else you're you're going at that point. So, those guys are kind of locks kind of walks to me that are going to be utilized the most. What are you feeling?
0: It looks good right now, especially with Cole. My my only issue is, like, if Mims is hurt, right? If, if Mims gets another hamstring, if Crowder, you know, is a little bit whatever dinged up, then it's, like, Keelan Cole, Corey Davis, Berrios, you know, out there, Jeff Smith out there on, you know, on, like, week four. That's what I'm worried about. So, like, as much as I am very happy right now with the prospect of Corey Davis and Mims lined up, Crowder there, Keelan Cole on a four set, Berrios coming in the smiths when you know like as underdogs and Cager honestly in the red zone he's an absolute monster he's so tall um he really reminds me of Plaxico. anyway um i think i i think that i think that they could i i think it could be dangerous but of course i'm just i just want to like hold my expectations kind of like to the chest but i i i'm excited about keelan Cole, man. i think that's a, i think that's a really nice signing one year five and a half million for a kick returner and guess what as 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 the joe douglas pattern goes as the philosophy keeps showing itself the special teams is happy too everybody's happy you everyone know what i'm saying ha- Every, everybody's get everybody's getting their cake everyone everyone's eating
1: this is really like the Knicks. how everyone's uh like when i uh, get that uh your own Weissman piece where everyone in the front office is getting what they want. It's the same thing happened with the New York jets right now. Uh, like Keelan Cole is fine. Like he's going to he he'll be the the fifth guy behind Corey Davis, Mims Crowder. I think Barrios. you can't, you can't bury Barrios as far as he did after how he produced, like the kid, the kid just gets yaks, man. You can't let it, you can't let him be down too far in the depth chart. So in five, like if you're going out five wide and you don't want a tight end out there, that's where I see Keelan Cole coming in. But look, the concern obviously with any, you know, with any team as if you use one of your, your star players, the, I think the most, the most damaging one would definitely be Corey Davis. Cause he's definitely the one right now with the expectation that Denzel Mims can elevate to be that one wide receiver. Dude, I'm excited for this wide receiver core. Obviously it's all about who's playing quarterback, which is up in the air at this point, but we'll talk about that later in the show. But I like, I like what I'm seeing, man. I think, you know, Keelan Cole to me, like the signing is good. One year, five and a half mil. He's a kip returner. That's predominantly what he's going to be, but he's a burner. You know, that's what it is. Like if you're, if you're doing, if you want to use him for something, you're, you say, Hey, go, go, go run a flat, <laughs> go run a fade, go out there. Let's, let's see what we can get you uh for this type of play. And hopefully you're open, but I'm excited yeah. with Corey. I'm excited with Corey Davis just to have like a good like physical dude. wide receiver. Oh uh, him a and Mims are nasty,
0: dude. Him and Mims are nasty on the edges with Crowder. That's net na- those are nasty physical guys, man. Yeah. I love
1: it. I can't wait to see what Mims looks like this season because like he he was he's a little, you know, he he was like a rookie small, you know what I mean? Like he sees like, all right, he's coming out from college. He's he's in shape, but he's got that rookie like well, frame to him now. I can't wait to see him like be a man and just like be able to help on the outside, whether it's blocking, just be physical, being able to use the hands, shed guys off, get around them. Uh, I really like his route running, though. If out of everything that I see from him, like I think his route running is is the thing that's um, that's that's a little underrated right now. I know we didn't get to see a, a, enough from him, but the fact that he can get open and keep that separation off the secondary, whoever's on him, that that's what I like about him. So. But I like the wide receiver core in general.
0: Yeah, and guess what, man? I don't think we're going to be seeing five five man wide receivers because we just signed another tight end, Tyler Croft, and get get a got lot of this our foes.
1: Allergy. Got got him for our foes, Buffalo Bills.
0: <laughs> yeah, get, get a load <laughs> of this. Does this contract sound familiar? One year, two million dollars, but one and a half guaranteed. Sounds like the Ryan Griffin dead cat money.
1: It does. Looks like Brian Griffin might be going out the door, man. Uh, it, just,
0: it just feels like it because, like, we have Herndon. We got yeah. Wesco still there. I I don't know if...
1: Croft is a good blocking tight end, though. Yes, he's, he's, a, he's, great, not,
0: he's a great blocking tight end.
1: I don't know. I, like, Like, we still have Herndon. You're not getting rid of Herndon. Hopefully, he becomes, like, that pass-catching tight end. He has a rebound season. But it makes sense after Ryan Griffin, especially how he talked right as you know you can't have a, you can't have someone who's just like i'm not going to be able to play the same way uh that i used to it's uh there's
0: so many there's so many reasons to dislike ryan griffin but i try to give him the benefit of the doubt
1: yeah i try to give him the benefit of the doubt too like i don't know but for someone who got paid i like i don't know how you can come out and make that public statement they get cut in like any nfl team like unless they're truly desperate it's like sorry bud can't take you on. You said you're not playing like you used to. Why would I bring you on? Makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> but it does. Yeah. But I like Croft. I like him, especially for the fact that we're going to need blocking and the way the Kyle Shanahan system runs. Like we love to use our tight ends. Even out in San Fran, they like to use two tight ends. You know, they'd have. Um,
0: that's what um, I see more. That's what I see more often, man. I see the double tight end, and guess who's still available. Jordan Reed. No one talks about it, but Jordan Reed's still available. I mean, I, I I would love like everyone else to get Kyle Pitts on this team. If it's like if it's a late if we trade down and get him somehow late, but I don't see Joe Douglas and the Robert Salah and the Jets drafting Kyle Pitts, man. I see them <laughs> draft like signing another Jordan Reed, slipping him there, and ha- having Herndon Reed, Wesco and Croft and rolling with that instead
1: yeah i don't know if jordan reed's gonna be that guy though like you really think the you really think they're gonna i feel like that's not i I don't know something about it just seems it's so hard because he's so injury prone i don't know why you want to pay a guy who potentially is not going to be on like be able to play so many games right that's
0: because he's the depth guy he got four tight he had four touchdowns last year
1: yeah i mean the thing is like they have george Kittle, right? Uh, out for forty nine ers. So like they, you, they like to utilize two tight ends. And the only reason like he saw some time wasn't George Kittle out for part part of the season last year. I'm not, I'm not going crazy, right? Yeah. So like that's why we saw a lot. That's why we saw a lot of Jordan Reed, and like, I don't know. Like I could see him being depth, but but why? That that's just kind of like.
0: He I don't know. He, he a double Herndon. I, I don't know. I'm just, I was just throwing it out there. No, nothing crazy. It's not even if we do sign him. It's not gonna be anything insane. It's just no, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, no, I don't think
1: it's gonna be. Anything. I'm not thinking that would be an, like an insane contract. That's not my point of it. It's just, I think, I think you can work with like West Coast. I think you'd rather work with Croft and Herndon than have Jordan Reed just waiting on the bench to get his opportunity. Because even when he does get his opportunity, there's always that concern of oh my goodness gracious is he hurt again and like I feel bad for the guy because he always gets hurt but I don't know he's just not that's just as much as I feel bad it's just my biggest concern
0: as as much as I feel bad about Jordan Reed's injuries I feel like it would suck so much that every time someone talks about him it's oh that it's the first thing that comes up so I try to just like leave it be you know like he knows, you know, he knows, he knows <laughs> he has he yeah, probably concussion issues and it's tough to watch, but I, I give him a chance. And uh, another guy to give a chance, I'll, I'll just say it right now, because I don't think we need to wait on this. I, I wouldn't mind if Alex Smith is our backup quarterback. I, I know that I know that he's injury prone and stuff like that, too. And I'm I'm scared to watch him like last year, but. If the most improved player wants to be, you know, our bench player to teach the system, I'm um, I'm down. Sign me up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with Alex Smith signing. I. It just sucks because he he's not necessarily injury prone. He just had one terrible injury, and he had that. First, can we talk about how crazy that is?
0: Wait, Joe
1: thought Joe Theismann, who is who had that same exact injury, was in the building when Alex Smith. Got the same exact oh, yeah, yeah. injury oh, yeah, as great. Alex Smith. Like, I feel bad for both those guys having to go <laughs> yeah. through that.
0: But Alex Smith had a complication.
1: That's what made the whole
0: thing worse, man.
1: I know. he. I, I know. He almost, like, he. <laughs> it was bad, man. I, there were moments where he could have lost his leg. Um,
0: so sign but, me up, though. Sign me up. I know it was also yeah. tough to watch him last year, but if he wants to come to the team, sign me up. Sign me up for him. So I, I, think I, he, I, I like those kinds of guys, man. Like Reed and Smith. Like, just, you know, I'm a sucker to, for that. And, be honest and, with you like i'll be i'll be like i'll be forthright like i like you know those kinds of guys i just like love and especially that they're on the system and like they're journeymen like if they want to come play for me like they can come play for me
1: and to be fair to like jordan reed right though the fewest amount of games he played was in 2017 he played six six games uh the next after that was nine his uh his rookie season but for the most part you get it for Two, you get him for three quarters of the season. The after that the least amount of games he's played was 11. So you can get him for a good amount of the season. And even with uh San Fran, he played 10 games. So you get him for most of the season that he's like active and contributing, but you know, it's having him start or like having him play more game more snaps than necessary, that's uh that's where it starts to get yeah. a little dicey.
0: Yeah, I don't want to take it away from Herndon either. I I, I see your concern.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with him, though. It's like his depth. Um, I'm sure he'd be cool with that because that's what he was out in San Fran. So, yeah. Keep an eye on it. Yeah, it wouldn't be terrible. It would be a fine signing. It would be fine. Alex Smith, though, that'd be cool because we just saw Joe Flacco. Uh, where'd he go? Where'd he go again? Eagles, uh, bro, he got the the Eagles. That's right. I was thinking, I was like, I know it, was it the Eagles? I was like, I know it's a bird team. I was like. As the Eagles, the other green, the other green team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, speaking of blocking, we signed Dan Feeney from the Chargers. Yep. A guard one year, three million guaranteed up to three and a half million. Just not that throw Mr. It Feeney. Out there. Not not that fe- e- he- um <laughs> But um, <laughs> just throw it out there, Van Roo and $3 million savings if you cut him. Just saying, same amount of money. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not. I'm just throwing that out there. Hey. Uh, we need line depth. <laughs> Let, okay,
1: let's be let's be real. We need we, know, we need wa- we need line depth. I, so. I don't know what's
0: going on. I don't know what's going on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh just I keep, s- keep an eye on.
1: I'll say this like cuz the the idea could be you sign these guys, right? But for guys like Van Roten, you know, McGovern, uh Alex Lewis, you can wait until uh, training McGovern's camp
0: stuck. to see. No, McGovern's stuck. We had, we're stuck with contract.
1: I know, but I'm just saying, you like guys like that, though. Like you could make that type of drastic move, like if you really wanted to, after. but you can wait. You can wait after like training camp, see who's in shape, yep. who do you want, and then yep. you'd be like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not doing this." So they have not for now, but you can. It could be like a wait and see.
0: I agree, I agree with that. But a 49er did come, man. A 49er did show up this year, and it was a guy that we had on our list. A uh, guy by Mr. Tevin Coleman, the guy hey. who people are going to be blocking for one year, up to $2 million. We don't know how much guaranteed, but that sounds like a pretty nice deal to me. You got Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, P. Ryan, and Josh Adams. And that sounds to me like a rookie's coming, man.
1: Yes. I mean, he drafted P. Ryan last season. Um, P. Ryan had some, like, okay, had some okay showings. Look, Josh Adams had some. Really good showing. Ty Johnson had some good showing. I like Ty Johnson and Josh Adams, honestly, from like what I saw last season. Out of everyone that we had, yeah, even agree. more – even Le'Veon Bell. Like,
0: No, I agree.
1: Yeah, they so, were the best
0: two. Ty Johnson and Josh Adams, if you watch Jets football, they were easily the best two running backs.
1: Yeah, by far. Um, Tevin Coleman. I like Tevin Coleman. It's the same issue like Jordan Reed, though. Injury prone has been like the, the – like especially it's always comes down to the hamstring for Tevin Coleman. Or the calf. It's one of those two. And I really dislike it. He's not,
0: he's not going to be our number one. You know what I no. mean? Like, I remember last, year, last time he was a free agent, we were trying to sign him to be our number one. Yes, yes. that would have been very disappointing. But I'm saying right now, he's just a depth guy. And one of these guys won't make it, man. To be honest with you. Like, one, I would say two of them, but let's just, one of these guys won't be here. So I'm curious who it's going to be. If I had to choose one. I would say it's going to be Pirine out of here, but that would just be a guess. Just But we drafted him, so I, Joe Douglas drafted him, so that point makes it no. I guess Josh Adams. But I don't know. It's so just, hard. Just curious. I just, just, curious like, you know, just, just throwing that out there. Everyone has a small contract, though. Literally, Coleman, Johnson, Pirine, Adams, all small contracts. so there, It really is a fight for the depth chart there.
1: No, it really is, and that's why it's so hard. But I think... I think if you're Joe, like it, this is all going. This is all going to come down to training camp, right? This is these are all like you can. These guys. This is the thing about Joe Douglas right now is that he's signing a lot of these guys to find value because he wants to build through the draft. That's his philosophy to build through the draft. He wants guys that are homegrown. So don't expect major, uh, multiple major signings. You know, Lawson is one of the few that we're going to see out of Joe Douglas because one. It's a premier position defensive end, and we needed it. He was on the market. And honestly, even for the price that he got him for, it was actually a really good deal. Like, if anyone's like, we didn't break the bank to get Lawson in here, like that was a really good deal. Like, so uh, amazing. But when it comes to P. Ryan, uh, Johnson, Adams, like, you know, Ke- Coleman's going to be here unless he gets injured, like during training camp or whatever. But it's just so weird. Like, why would you cut Piron? Uh, like after drafting him, I feel like it's if it's gonna be anyone, it, it might be. It, I feel like it's gonna be a fight between Ty, like Ty Johnson, and Josh Adams, yep. just because. Yeah, I don't know. Just that, the that's
0: circumstance. Where,
1: yeah, it's but it's so hard because I don't want those two guys to go because they actually ran the best. So it's like really weird, but they're also not homegrown products. It's we're gonna have to wait and see. That's a wait and see determination, honestly.
0: Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. I, I I I'm not gonna hold my breath for Najee Harris, but if Najee Harris shows up on this team, I'm gonna lose it. Uh, <laughs>
1: that'd be that'd be crazy. I mean, you we we talked about this not too long ago and you brought it up. Looking at three out of three out of six guys that they're looking at were running backs, so running backs are are on Joe Douglas's mind. Um we'll see. I know give me Najee
0: Harris, bro. Give me Najee Harris. It's yeah, just gonna I'm, depend. It's just gonna depend if we trade down. If we trade down, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. Well, I mean, well, that's it. This is our last segment. We're gonna talk about the quarterbacks. We try to leave it for last because we know that everyone just constantly is bashing this story in and out, in and out, and so we do think we should actually have a unique perspective on this because we both actually want Sam Darnold to remain on this team, and in my perfect scenario. We're trading down with Atlanta for the four, getting their their first, second, and third pick. So first pick, second round, and third round pick to move up, and then we could even move down again, or we could move up. You know what I mean with the twenty third and one of the seconds to move up into the first round, and to get Amika Parsons, to get another guard, a Wyatt Davis, a center maybe in the second round late. Figure it out. I I, I know there's a lot, lot lot of still moving pieces, but regardless, keeping it with the quarterback. I hope that we do keep Sam. It's leaning towards Sam, and here's why, Alex. We have a lot of updates this week. We have one year deals all around the Seattle Seahawks, including Carson. They're they're trading for offensive linemen. We have the ever so deliberate Russell Wilson, and Mister Unlimited writing. And all of his excitement about the Seahawks this year. So this is probably a one-more-year deal for Russell Wilson. That would just be my guess.
1: Unlimited.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then we have Deshaun Watson, who I think he's gotten like 15 lawsuits. And regardless, reg- I don't even want – I mean, unless you, know, so you do I, – I don't want to get into it. It's all insane. I just know that the Jets are going to stay 10,000 feet away from this because it has something to do with domestic domestic issues which Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson have vehemently said and we're just not dealing with that and second of all because we are not putting our franchise into the hands of 15 lawsuits you know we're just not doing it maybe if he gets it cleared up and he figures it out next year we'll talk about it but before I hear from you, I just want to say one thing is if I'm, if I'm the GM of Houston or Seattle, what do I have to lose by waiting one more year? The Jets are going to be in the same exact position they are right now that they are next year. If everything happens and they still need a quarterback, if not, and Sam Darnold is the best, then great. Then they don't they don't need me anyway. You know what I mean? They figured it out. But we we have a we still have Seattle's first round pick and our first round pick next year, and then we have our twenty twenty three. That's three first round picks. You know what I mean? So if next year they Houston Texans find Deshaun Watson all year and they want to trade him, guess what? They're gonna call us and be like, "Yo, give us all your first round picks and we'll make it a, we'll make it a deal." Same same exact thing. Or if Russell Wilson after this year, it's not working out. Let's see how they're gonna call us and be like, hey, you know what I mean with those three first round picks? Yeah, we want we want them. So like from their perspective, like it, there's no rush. Like we'll save some money, do this, do that. We'll, f- we'll figure it out one more year, and you're gonna still be there. And then it jumps to us for this year, man. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold. Just give me Sam Darnold trade down. But that's that's my perspective on the quarterbacks, Alex. Take it away, man. I know you have opinions down the down the board from Zach Wilson to Sam Darnold to uh Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. So let it fly, man.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into the Deshaun Watson conversation. It's terrible. Uh it's a terrible situation. Um, I don't know much about it. There's still it still needs to be uncovered uh from but from the outset. It doesn't look good. Um so I understand why no one wants to make a trade for that for the, for Deshaun Watson right now just because of the whole scenario. And I think the Jets are wise to stay far away from it. Um, we'll find out more later as more comes out. Um, and if if it goes to trial, we'll see what happens. But with Russell Wilson, with Zach w- drafting Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or any of that, or keeping Sam Darnold, you know I'm all in favor of keeping Sam Darnold based on how all these deals are structured, it doesn't seem like it's structured to start really fully building around a quarterback. Honestly, it seems like it's set up for, let's see what we have in the guy that we have right now. Because if you were really going to build around that, you are the number two, you know, who's going number one. You That's like, we're in a position where we know who we're going to get if we wanted a quarterback. Like we know who the hell it is. It's like, if you want Zach, if you want Zach Wilson, we know we're taking Zach Wilson. We got the number two. We know Trevor Lawrence is going number one. There's no wavering. And even if, we, if even for some cockamamie reason that Zach Wilson or someone else went first and Trevor Lawrence fell into the Jets laps, it's like, okay, we know we're getting a quarterback within the first two picks. We can start building for this guy, give him a room for, to succeed. doesn't seem like it's going that direction because if that's the case, we would have been aggressive to go get, you know, Thuney. Or uh or or any of the other guys, right? Or or Wins or Winsley, right? Uh, we would have made those type of moves. I think when you start seeing how the line is starting to come together, right, by getting like Feeney, still having Lewis, uh Van Roten, like guys who are on short-term deals, like you don't want your young quarterback coming into a situation where they're gonna be running for their lives. Like It's not like we're not making a massive upgrade at O-line unless we draft somebody. And if we want to draft somebody, you know,
0: it's going to be a heavily, heavily offensive line draft. I I would say two or three offensive line picks easily. And I'll count Cam Clark as a as a sweet pseudo draft pick for this year already.
1: Like I expect like you like I'll say this again. If you wanted Zach Wilson to succeed, go watch Zach Wilson highlights. Go watch Zach Wilson film. Go look at that offensive line that he had, okay? He's got I'll, – I'll, like, I'm not even saying that Zach Wilson is going to be a horrendous quarterback in the league. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not as high as everyone on him as like the savior or the second coming of Trevor White like, hyping up to be Trevor Lawrence. I think he does have good footwork. I think he does have the arm strength. I think he does have the precision. But the thing that everyone just keeps overlooking is how good that offensive line was creating a pocket for him and just giving him all this time to throw. We don't have that. Like, I don't care. Like, you need to draft two guys in this in this draft to give him that at least. Like, we have Makai Becton. George Font is fine. We need at least two other guys, a center and a guard, to make it more, like, formidable for him to actually work. And unless you're using both those first-round picks to get someone like Cam Clark, you know, I don't see how you can make that move. I think this is, I think the way it's all set up right now is just to say, we're still building the line. We probably can get someone in next year's draft that we like or down the line. Let's just run it out with Sam Darnold and see what happens. That's, that's what I'm getting from this. And with like, you can interject, but if we're going to go to like Russell Wilson, like for Russell Wilson, I think that's just a wait and see that. Like you said, the Seahawks don't have any, they don't have to, they don't have to make a trade right now. like, Russell Wilson could ask all he wants. Um, He could sit out too. But
0: the only thing is, the only caveat is with BYU and Ohio State's. I guess less Ohio State because apparently Justin Fields has fallen. But with both of their pro days coming up, if they fall in love with these guys, then I get it. So the whole thing, the the whole the narrative of the Seahawks are not going to trade Russell Wilson because they rejected. Three first round picks and two startable players from Chicago is absolute garbage nonsense. The two guys that they offered, Akeem Hicks and Kyle Fuller, guess what? The, the Bears cut them and everyone knew they were going to cut them because of their draft. And the, the three first, the three picks, none of them, including this year, were guaranteed to be quarterbacks. So the Bears were like, all right, sounds good. You're going to give me these two high contracts that we're going to need to cut eventually anyway. And then we have these three first-round picks, including none of them are going to be a quarterback. So we're just going to give you a quarterback, and what are we going to do? So it doesn't make sense for them to go there, but if they somehow fall in love with Zach Wilson, then we're having a different conversation. You know what I mean? Because now they have a quarterback. We can give them next year's. We can give them another pick. Now we're talking. You know what I mean? Because now they see their future. They're like, Oh, maybe one more year with Russell Wilson is not worth it. And we need to kind of cut him the Bill Belichick way one year early instead of one year too late and actually get some assets for it, which I hope okay. is now the Jets mentality, you know, like the Jets mentality. So that, that's, that's, that's the one thing where that's the one caveat I could possibly see a Russell Wilson trade. Otherwise, I see just like, that's like a 20% chance. I, I say that's a 10% chance of happening. There's a 20% chance of us drafting zach wilson and then a 70 percent chance we're keeping sam darnold that would be my perspective especially because if we keep sam darnold that means we get to trade down and draft more which is exactly what you know this episode's all about about how he we you know the jets are who we thought they were who, how joe douglas is who we thought he is and this frugal man who loves the draft picks and is going to build the number one most important thing that we all agree on and we all know he mostly agrees on the offensive line. I think he's just going to drive a thousand offensive linemen. You know what I mean? Vera Tucker, Wyatt Davis, Creed Creed Humphrey, Landon Dickerson, uh, even Rashawn Slater, throw him in there. Like if, uh, you know, if, if two of those guys aren't on the team, I will be absolutely shocked. Seriously, I really will be. So.
1: No, you make a valid point. And look, like the thing with Russell Wilson too, is even with the teams that he mentioned that he wanted to get traded to, the draft picks that they would get in return they wouldn't get the seahawks a quarterback there's only one there's only very few teams that can give there's only one team that could really give uh um there's only one team that could really give them uh i think there was only one team that could give them i think it's the jets like it, i the know teams? the teams chicago was one um
0: the cowboys were another and they just they just signed Dak to a million a they zillion just signed dollars Dak, so that's yeah. done
1: yeah, and even if they wanted, to, even if they want to, like I guess they would give Dak, like if they were like in love with Dak. But who's the other one? I think it was um, Miami. No, it wasn't Miami.
0: Oh, Chicago uh, was the other one, obviously.
1: Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me. I'm trying to think. This is very.
0: This is good see. for radio. This is good. This is good. For, this is good for the podcast. Yeah, all, well.
1: all this Raiders. That's what it was. That was Raiders. the confusing one. Okay. So they, they the just, they just got
0: Mariota, but that's a short uh, restructure. And they but they're,
1: they're – see, the thing is, like, the Raiders are invested in Carr. Bears, you're not <laughs> – I mean, Mitch Trubisky just went over to Buffalo. So, you know, that was They got the Red Rock
0: and Andy Dalton. But, yeah, okay. So, got, uh, the, yeah. I mean, th- that's still open. <laughs> that that, that's, that that door is still probably yeah, open. Yeah, but the thing
1: is, like, even these teams that you mentioned, right, if you want a quarterback in return – like, you do, like would you – like, if everyone's talking about Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, if you're Seattle, wouldn't you want to get a quarterback in this draft if you're losing a quarterback? Like, I, I would understand if you're working with the Cowboys to get Dak in return, but everyone else, like the Saints, the Raiders, the Bears, like, do you want Derek Carr from the Raiders? Like, the Raiders seem like they're invested in Derek Carr. I don't know if that's the direction you want to go. Maybe you want to start younger and not have to deal with a quarterback that's on more money. I don't know. That's just kind of my thought process too. And that's why I think like with the Jets, the Jets are in a, in a position to do the type of deal because they have the number two overall, the number two overall pick. You can get Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, anyone else that you want. Um, That's just my whole thing on the Russell Wilson situation.
0: Yeah, Or if you like Sam Darnold, P. Carroll, that USC connection, like you could literally have whatever you yeah. want here. We have, we have all these prospective quarterbacks. And so it's kind of us or nothing. I think uh, with them, but I don't see, I think that, it's very 10% chance. I would throw the Deshaun Watson out of there and I'll give us a, I'll give us a 20% chance of actually drafting Wilson. Exactly yeah. I mean, is.
1: <laughs> the other Wilson, uh, the younger Wilson. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, I prefer Darnold to keep building, just get more assets, build a line. Can we get O line? That's the one thing like we, we need, we need like, players first to even get a quarterback if like, we know, you know one I mean? thing
0: man we know we know they like guys with the last name davis so just watch out for wyatt davis <laughs> watch there out go.
1: davis davis is I the name i would love
0: wyatt davis on this team though. i'll go insane that'd be that'd be great that'd be great i would whew. all right all right but that about wraps it up for the jets portion of this episode unless you have anything to add alex
1: Draft Weinman.
0: <laughs> all right. Who <laughs> We need. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, so things are shaping up. Um any predictions uh going forward up until next episode for the Jets free agency?
1: I think Sherman get, does come to the Jets. I really think that's what's going to happen. I think I think it's just like a long play to see where Sh- what Sherman is negotiating because he Okay. You know, he he nego- as you said, you know, he negotiates his own contract, right? So I think okay. it's just him doing his business trying to figure it out. We're gonna get a we're gonna get another cornerback. We gotta get a veteran in-house point corner. There's no way we can walk into the season with young guys on the yeah. outside. There's just it's you can't it's just gonna be murder, man. Like these it's a lot to learn. It's gonna be murder. It's a premier position, once again, that we talk about. And Malcolm Butler might be the other option because he's still out there. And that's the other, that, that would be probably it. I, I would expect Sherman, but if we're not getting Sherman, I would expect Butler to be on this team for a short-term deal. Nothing too crazy.
0: All right. All right. My prediction is we need to get a kicker up in this place before the draft. Like, at least to have a kicker competition or something because we have literally nobody. We have no place kickers. And how many years could we go by without one? Um, so... I don't really I mean, have a name for you. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'll take Joey Sly. I don't know if he got signed yet. Uh, or Zane Gonzalez. I'm not sure if he got picked up. But I'll take one of those guys just to hang out. We got that boy from Duke who always, who I think is an accountant, but every year he signs. He, uh, he was a Duke kicker. But every year he uh, posts uh, kicks for the Jets every time to try out. I don't know, man. I just, we, we, I, I just, I see a right. kicker coming to this team before the draft. Me- I definitely think we're going to draft one. Just
1: give me Creed Humphrey in the first round of this year's draft, please.
0: I would love Creed Humphrey. Uh, He's becoming the talk of the town, though, so I wonder how far he's going to go up. And we know that Joe Douglas, not not only do I look like Joe Douglas, but but also we kind of have the same mentality where when there's too much hype on something, we just like we get turned off. Like it's, just, it's once there's too much if there's too much hype on Creed Humphrey and now he's going in the bottom of the first round or something nuts like okay, okay all right it sounds good we're gonna go for Landon Dickerson instead you know what I mean like it's just we're just gonna move that like that's just how that's just it seems like that's how he is
1: I, th- I see I don't know if that's necessarily it I think he just doesn't want to overpay you know well, for that, that, that's you
0: know goes I know hand I hand know hand.
1: like draft I know yeah. draft positions like overpaying but honestly like I don't know man. I think if you need, if you see there's like a top guy in the draft that can help the team, like in a way that we really need, like we are known for having a good center. All right. We had Kevin Mawai and Nick Manning. He likes
0: McGovern, bro. He likes, he doesn't mind McGovern. Like he would rather stay with McGovern. The Joe Douglas way is to rather stay with McGovern rather than overpay for Humphrey. If Humphrey falls to like our, you know, our second pick or something like that, then he'll take him, but he would rather stay with McGovern at center and pick like Wyatt Davis at right guard, you know, where he thinks that value is. That's just how I believe he's been operating.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nick but Mangold. We'll see. Was, we'll see. There's going mean, to be Nick trades, Mangold, man. There's Nick, Nick Mangold trades. was, I, I get your point. Like, Nick Mangold was drafted with the 29th overall pick in, uh, you know, in the 2006 draft, so maybe Joe Douglas wants to recreate history and just draft a center down there. Who knows, with the 23rd pick from uh, Seattle. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. I I don't want to I don't want this to sound like Nick Mangold slander. I love Nick Mangold, but do you pick a center in the first round in the first round if he's not going to be a Hall of Famer? I know that's mm-hmm. a high bar. But I'm saying he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, famer, we got that so I
1: mean, I think it's a high I bar. I love that. Nick
0: Mangold, like you know I'm sorry like, I'm just I'm just curious cuz like, you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I mean it's, I mean, I mean, it's
1: not I mean, it's not fair because Kevin Mawai and <laughs> <laughs> Nick Mangold are both Hall of
0: Famers. I know, I know. I know. Well, Nick <laughs> Mangold's not going to get in, right? It, what you don't think he's going to get in? I don't think so. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to make it, but I hope he does and everything. I love oh, him, man. but I'm just saying I don't know if he's going to. I mean, That's he what was, I'm saying.
1: he's he's excellent. The beast. I don't know. I don't know how you. I'm just
0: saying I I think I think I was like I think he said it on a a podcast once I'm not like making that up for myself
1: no I like I get it because you also need the like for alignment it's so hard because there's no like what pancakes I guess is what you can we used to consider like how many times you push somebody over but there's not really a stat for alignment what you have to look at you'd have to look back at all the film and make and see how many like blitzes they allowed how many like you know how many people slip through it's so hard but Nick Mangold Rarely, everyone. I'm just anyone. curious.
0: I'm just curious about like you know like if if because like I feel like if you're drafting a center in the first round, like that has to be Hall of Famer, right? Like if you draft a tight end in the first round, that has to be like Hall, like you know, it has to be like. But I don't know. Is that the criteria? I think I feel like that might be unfair. It might be too high.
1: I think that's very high. I think because yeah. the NFL is actually very selective. You know, this isn't like NBA basketball. or like, <laughs> right, first rounder, like. I'm expecting, like, a Hall of Famer.
0: You know what I mean? like' it's the is Basketball kind of, Hall of Fame. Everyone gets in. It's not I know, NBA but that's – But that's a,
1: I know. It's not the NBA Hall of Fame, but that's the thing. It's, like, everyone still gets in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the Hall okay. of Fame for, like, basketball. You know what I okay, mean? But fair. for, like – I think you have to be damn near excellent, though. Like, if I'm taking – like, I expect, like, Nick Mangold, Webble from uh, – You think
0: we're taking Creed at 23 if we stay? That's the question.
1: I think, I think you
0: should, man. Okay. I think fair. you should. I, think you I don't should. mind it. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't be upset. I, I just feel, should. I just feel like we're gonna, to be honest with you, I think that we're going to trade down. I guess my the last prediction, we ended this jet segment, went on for another 20 minutes on predictions. But if we, uh, I guess my last prediction is if we, if we jump down from the second and say with the Falcons to the fourth, grab that second and third, trade the second and first, to move up back to the middle of the first. So now we have like the fourth and the mid first and still our second and third or whatever it is. I think that we would do something else up there. Like for some reason, I I feel like our eyes are on Mika Parsons. I don't know why. I just feel like that because of the, because of Salah and the defense. And I just, I don't know, just, for some reason, and then we we're gonna get whoever is left in the second round. Like if Vera Tucker's there, if Wyatt Davis is there, but I I don't know. It's just I I I personally like the twenty third pick because I love those types of guys that last there, like Creed Humphrey and stuff. Like those are my types of guys that I like to draft. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's I mean, how, how I end it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll just say this: if it's not Creed Humphrey, it's Landon Dickerson in the second round, probably. So that's it. That's all I got for you, John. I know it was Sign supposed to be up. like, what are our predictions? But predictions. No, no, for like no. another... Sign
0: me up. Sign me the hell up. I'm, I think we're, I think we're all, we're both on the exact same page.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's where, that's all I got for our prediction that took another 10, 20 minutes. <laughs> all
0: right. That's fine. All right. Now stick around for the et cetera section, baby. Let's go. What's up everyone. Welcome back to the et cetera portion where my man, Alex is going to take us to the league news. What do we got today, Alex? It's
1: good, John. League news for this episode, or for this segment of the podcast, I should say. We're going to talk about our crosstown rivals, the New York Giants. Let's start off with a major, major, major topic, in Kenny Galladay, bro. My oh boy. goodness. I was a little, you know, I was hoping that when he was in New York, that was for gang green. Um, I'm still happy with Corey Davis. Uh, You know, I'm not upset about that at all, but Kenny Galladay, man. whoo what do you think about his contract? That was a that's a huge contract, bro. Like,
0: you know exactly <laughs> what I think about that contract. It's three words, bro. Set the market.
1: <laughs> he got a four year 72 million dollar 72 million dollar contract with a 17 million dollar signing bonus. That's that the guarantees.
0: What's the guarantees?
1: I think the guarantee is 40.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man.
1: Yeah, it's uh yeah, but, 40, yo, I think it's 40, a great I think it's a great 40, 40 million guaranteed. Oh no, no, don't get me wrong. Get, get That that whole wide receiver core is insane. Darius Slayton, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard. You got Evan Ingram. That that pass catching core is legit. Danny Dimes has weapons to work with. Oh, line fu- is
0: they're gonna have fun watching him fumble.
1: Yeah, O line is uh is still questionable over there, but uh they got a good they got a good wide receiver core. I, I don't I like I think Nate I Solder's think,
0: coming back. Eh, I think they're gonna be fine.
1: Eh, yeah, we'll see what Barclay's happens. I mean, back. look, it's I'll say this I'll say this uh, until my last breath, bro. The NFC East is a think, shit show of a division. I think the
0: Giants are going to win. I, I really would not that. be
1: surprised, man. And they're probably going to win with a 9 and 7 record just because it's
0: Also watch out for the watch out for the Washington football team, man. They have a solid D-line. They got Fitzmagic. But Fitzmagic is started from the beginning of the season. He's more of a week 7 guy, so I don't know.
1: I don't know about that. You can start to be We I remember in Buffalo when he came out winning those five games beat the Patriots you're we like, "Oh wow, this is is this real? The Buffalo Bills are good." And then it was like, "Nope."
0: Exactly. Not and right. then it wasn't real. You only have like five games. You got to save it, man. You need it from like hey, you need it from like week 8 dude, to like week 12 like It's week the NFC
1: East. You need to come out hot. You got to come out hot in that division. Um, it's going to be perfect for that division. It's going to be a wild division. It's gonna be a wild division. You, did you see? I, I don't know if it was real or not. I saw something on Twitter where Ryan Fitzpatrick. It was like Ryan Fitzpatrick says every week is a revenge game because I played on almost every single team. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah. let's get back to Kenny. Kenny Colliday. He set the market. Really good wide receiver. Some are saying that this is like another. He's another, um, Parksville Burrs for them based on his size and his his hands. I like Kenny Galladay. I think he's a good signing for them. Uh, they really just went out for the wide receiver core to work with uh, Danny Dimes. But what do you think about Gettleman, man? Do you think he's actually a good GM? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know. Like when I was working with uh, the cats over at Empire Rights back through FanSided, people were never happy with Gettleman. Like they really did not like his drafting. They did not like his signing. They didn't like how he was going about building a team um they thought yeah, he was drafting. having a tough
0: time he was having a tough time especially a couple years ago when you were there he's uh, gotten projected he he, his projection has gotten better like since then he's, he, he's been on an upwards trajectory yeah since that time like i think people have calmed down but the giants fans man they're like the they're like the yankee fans where it's like we if they don't they're not like in the playoffs or ready to go to the super bowl it's like a it's like a a, a big Boston, a mystery, and everyone sucks. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, if the Mets and the Jets, like, make the playoffs, everyone's like, oh, my God, what a great year. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, like, a it's, just, it's a different feel.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely is a different feel. And, you know, like, just going a off track. That's why being a Knicks fan, when you get all those fan bases together, because you got to think about it. As in the Knicks before – and get the hell out of here with Brooklyn Nets and whatever. I don't want to hear any of that. I know you didn't mention it, but I don't want to hear nothing about them. <laughs> That's not a New York team. I don't know what they are.
0: They're
1: a pop-up shop. They're here for a temporary fling. I don't even know what it is. Uh, think about the Knicks, right? And it's, like, so weird that, like, you get Giants fans, Jets fans, Mets fans, Yankee fans, Rangers fans, Islander fans. You get this, like, diverse fan base. And, like, when you, you get so many mixed emotions, like how to move a fan – But it's so, you know, like for Giants, it's true. Like Giants fans, like if they're, they're like the Yankee fans, like there has to be, you know, this playoff push, this build for some sort of success. I totally agree. And I think that's what they did with Kenny Galladay. I think you go out there because you're like, look, Sterling Shepard was injured. Golden Tate was washed. Uh, Darius Layton had some good production and he's a good deep threat, but we need a guy who's a true number one who can run. Multiple routes. I I I think it's a good signing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you I got think, anything I th- else?
0: No, yeah. I, th- I think it has a lot to do with Joe Judge, uh, especially the the difference of the Giants and they made a lot of good signings, man. Kyle Rudolph is a nice signing. Mm-hmm. I I even Dory, Dory Jackson. Jackson. That's crazy. Signing. It's a beast. They're going to be good, man. Hit Bradbury. Who? I mean, shut me the hell up. Last year, I was talking smack about Bradbury being signed to the Giants. Whew. He was the absolute monster. Him, Jabril Peppers. Now, now we got Adoree Jackson. Uh, the Giants are the Giants are going to be. They're coached well, man. And once you have Joe Judge in there, it really has nothing to do with Gettleman. They they re-signed uh, Leo Williams. They they got that going. Like they, he's fine. He, Gettleman's fine. He's really like McCagnon in my in my head. He's just McCagnon with a good head coach. If McCagnon had a good head coach, he could, like, kind of bury his mistakes and sometimes shine on the things that he makes, you know, a little better because he just makes the best in everyone and kind of, like, cuts out the nonsense. Like, if you suck, you're just out of here. He's not going to make the GM figure it out. You know what I mean? He's just going to lay down the law. He's not going to Adam Gase it up. (laughs) So that's that's how I see it.
1: No, it's a really good way to to put it. I mean... Giants, especially adding a Dory Jackson. That defense is just gonna be really good. Like their defense wasn't terrible. It was like fine last season, but now it's gonna be, you know, they're just amping it up what it was to two seasons ago where they were where they had a stout defense. So Dory Jackson, really good signing. Man, it's uh it's interesting, you know, like I I, I wanna see like they ha- they make all these they're making like all these splashy signings, right? But we've been here too, and I'm kind of wondering. I don't know if it's like for the Giants, like it's just able to work out because it's the Giants and it's the NFC East, so it's always jumbled up. You never know what's going to happen. But like when the Jets always make like these paper signings, like I said at the beginning of the episode, it's like it looks good on paper, but let's see it actually turn into like let's see the fruition of it. I don't know if you had to put if you had to put a a a, a number on how many wins the Giants won with this type of roster, and you know in a division where they just, the Cowboys just re-signed Dak Prescott. You have the Washington football team who has Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's, eh, he's okay. I mean, they got 10 wins in Miami, but he's, that was just a weird, I don't know what, that's a really good coach. Uh, And so I'm not, and I'm not taking anything away from, um, um, my goodness gracious, why is, Ron Rivera. I'm not taking anything away from Ron Rivera, but you know
0: we had a crazy year too.' going through chemotherapy he had a crazy and, year and going through it Insane. But,
1: but Washington is nothing like Miami, and like I hate the Dolphins, but the talent on the Dolphins is much different than on Washington. And then you also have Philadelphia, you know, I mean, I don't know what do you think? How many wins do you think right now if we had to do like this is a way early prediction we can we're obviously going to change this once the football season gets closer. But what are you thinking for the Giants?
0: Yeah, I, I don't I, mean, I don't know exactly because okay, so for example, the Kyle Rudolph signing, he had a foot issue where mm-hmm. he has to have a foot surgery now, so I don't know like is he going to be that really that big of a difference off Evan Ingram? Like what are we adding here? Him, Adoree Jackson, I mean he he's he's in addition to cuz don't forget they got Logan Ryan there. Like they're 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 their defenses, so he you know, he I would say both of them together, they add like a win. You know, and then we throw in Kenny Galde. How much of an upgrade is he? If He stays healthy. Let's throw in another win. So, we'll like, add another two wins to the Giants, you know, from this year. And another two wins to the Giants is a division. So, you know, I, so it, it's pretty nice. It really, it's really just good. And I think Nate's told it for them. He's um, come back for the, he took off a COVID year. So he, that, that should be fine. I, I like the Giants this year as long as. Danny Dimes doesn't turn over the ball, dude. He's a turnover machine. Anyone's upset about Sam Darnold's turnovers? Dude, Danny Dimes' turnovers are incredible. They're honestly incredible. They're Phillip Rivers esque.
1: Nah, I, I totally hear you. But let's move on from our, our crosstown foes. I got another, I got another question for you. Um there's still guys who are unsigned, like Jadavian Clowney, right? Do you think where do you think he's gonna end up? Where do you think the team is gonna? I want. I'm gonna ask you for these three guys right here: Javon Clowney, Carlos Dunlap, Malcolm Butler. Where do you think those three guys are going right now?
0: Damn, that's 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 tough, dude. Um, put me a little bit on the spot here. Malcolm Butler. I mean, it depends who has money left. This is on the Malcolm spot too. Butler, I, I'm thinking yeah, no, I'm too. Saying, I might. Yeah, I'm yeah, so so okay. So just, you know, I was just thinking, I you know, Malcolm Butler has to go to. Honestly, like if he signs with someone like the Chiefs, or someone like that, you know what I mean? That w- that would make sense to me. Jadavian Clowney, dude, he's such a niche, rusher because he doesn't stop the run. Um, he feels like a bear. Like he feels like he feels like he can be, or like a Vegas Raider. Something Ooh. like that, you know what I mean? Ooh. Like just like kind of hanging out. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put the Dunlap. Man, do the Steelers have any money? They just keep losing guys. <laughs> like, do they have any money? I don't understand. I don't think so. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm? Shy? You know I'm. I know it's off topic, but I'm. I'm kind of. I, I thought that Kenny Galladay is a great fit in the Giants. I thought he'd be a great fit in Baltimore.
1: Um, he would definitely help yeah. in Baltimore. Baltimore needs a wide definitely. receiver, dude. They need wide receivers yeah. outside of Hollywood Brown ASAP. Yeah. That's that's a very good point. Um, I don't know sh- where Dunlap's
0: going to go, dude. That's tough. All
1: right. I'm going to give you where the team you that I we You're going to hit what I'm going to say. Oh, God.
0: Don't tell me the Pats. No. Where at? Colts. Oh, dude. I love the Colts, dude. I, I don't want anyone else I I'm I honestly might while we're here I might take a feature on the Colts. <laughs> Dude, they're so good. <laughs>
1: honestly, they're so good. I really hate that team.
0: We they are like
1: we're we're our feet we're the feeder for the Colts. We everything uh <laughs> scouts. You know what's crazy? It's like we were even born for Super Bowl three and they defeated the Colts, but somehow like the Colts have just been so connected to us. It's so long, forget,
0: like, I'll never forget my dad, and he was with my grandma, rest in peace, calling me when we were up at halftime for stupid Colts in the playoffs and the AFC Championship. I hate the Colts so much. The only thing I have on them is that 41 0 game. Even like the regular season games that we beat them and I was at didn't even feel like it felt good because I had Colts fans next to me not dealing with them. But yo, that 41 0 is all I have to hang on to, and it hurts so bad. <laughs>
1: I know it's the worst. Uh, I totally agree with you on Malcolm Butler going to the Chiefs, though. I feel like that's just okay, kind of. Nice. I think that's a really. I think that's a really good move for him, and I think the secondary needs it. Uh, put him back in there with a honey badger. That'd be pretty cool. For Clowney, I mean, he should
0: go to the NFC, bro. He should go to the. I mean, AFC is good, but like, I don't know. That that'd be good. Maybe like maybe like the Packers or something. I don't know
1: if the Packers are like the right yeah. fit for him. I think the cheese is like probably AFC the, best stay in the one. AFC okay. I think saying in the AFC you know your foes you played against it for so long yeah, yeah. it's kind of comfortable play with like the best quarterback you don't really have to do much on the defensive side because you know your quarterback can just win you a game by himself what it seems like except in the Super Bowl when you have no offensive line Joe Douglas drafts offensive lineman um <laughs> but for Clowney, I like that Raiders pick I feel like he's a Raider, man. I feel like that. He's I feel Vegas, like he's a Raider.
0: He's like such a Vegas Raider to me. I
1: feel like he's a Vegas Raider. I just, there's something about him that's like, I could just see him like just decked out in the silver and black and just like,
0: yep. <laughs> yeah. He that. visited the Browns today and left.
1: Yeah. I think the other team that I would probably have Browns would actually seem like a legit spot for Clowney, but they yeah. have a lot. Their defense is already good. You don't need to add anything else. Um. <sighs> Man, I feel like the Ravens is a good slot for Clowney. You're gonna hate this fact, one too. They, I... they,
0: they wouldn't take his crack over there.
1: I, I think the I think he needs someone. you
0: someone. you need someone, someone who like could, you know. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna do anything in practice today. Like, all right, sounds good.
1: So you don't think the Dolphins would be one too?
0: The Flores is a tough cat, out here.
1: I think so. I think I think he needs somebody like that.
0: Did you ever happen to Isaiah Wilson? What happened? He, he got arrested uh for high speed for like going too fast and whatnot he's having issues already oh man after the trade yeah for miami so look out for them they still might be on the lookout for that offensive tackle and pinay so not off the table
1: hey mitchell schwartz is also out there
0: <laughs> all right anything else
1: no i think that's it i think that covers it up for the etc unless you want to add anything else from uh
0: no, hey, that's, that's it. I want. I want to know. Uh, I want to hear from Ricey, our producer, and his thoughts on the Giants. He is a resident Giant fan, so he, I he look is, forward to hearing about that.
1: He is the resident Giant fan. He probably will like that we're talking really kind about his team. Um, we're not slandering For Ohio now. State. Actually, let me bring that up, Ricey. Your team <laughs> lost me a fucking bracket.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what happened, man?
0: I hope we're out here. Thank you guys. Who's Oral Roberts? (laughs) (laughs) Who's Oral Roberts? I need answers. (laughs) Thank you guys Uh, for tuning in to the Jets episode of Nick's Jets Etc. podcast. Thank you for staying for the Etc. portion. We appreciate you. Um, Please leave us a rating. Give us feedback, positive, negative. Let us know what you like or don't like or what you want to see going forward. Uh, You can catch Alex's Nick stuff on Nick's Fan TV and Hoop's Hopping. Catch my Jet stuff on the Jet Press, and uh, that's it, Alex. Anything else?
1: No. Just make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Our own individual accounts. You can find John at A- at J Malika. Um, you can find me at Tradecaster101. And make sure to follow this podcast on all social media platforms. on right? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Jets. I mean, Nick's comma Jets comma etc. Period. Catch you later, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back later this week with a, or next week I should say, with a next episode. A
0: next episode. Again, tongue-twisted over here, John. Tongue twisted. Alright, we out. Yeah, and I hope you're enjoying this racing music as it's going by. Let's go Jets, baby. Let's go Jets.